What's up guys, this is Wences. Welcome back to my channel where we talk about creating an epic life on your terms. Today we're talking about the INFJ door slam and pretty much what you can do to never let it get this far. There's so many misconceptions about my perception of it because I'm against it. It does not mean that you shouldn't do it if it gets that far. I've done it, I am really good at it. It just means that if you have let it get that far, it means that you haven't told people earlier what's up. You haven't told people what they can do with you and what they couldn't. You haven't set those boundaries strict enough. So please stay with me because I'm sure you can actually overcome this and have much more power over how you show up in the world, how you actually get all your needs fulfilled, and you don't allow people to get that far into your business that you're forced to do the INFJ door slam. Before we get started, I want to remind you, if you want to join the bootcamp, then sign up for the waiting list. And if you want to work with me privately, then set up a discovery call. All that information you find below and you can also download the free poster on five pillars to an epic life. So first off for the ones who don't know what an INFJ door slam is. A door slam happens if you're in a position with another person for example and that person has crossed your boundaries over and over again. You have overextended yourself most of the time because you actually wanted to help that person. You give them the benefit of a doubt, you actually think of all the things they had to go through and you're really there to be a guidance to them. You feel like you're the stronger person in this scenario, they're also fragile so of course you gotta give more than you expect back. You actually want to be there for them. You want to be an open ear. You want to be a vessel for them. You want to be there so they actually feel seen. But the problem with this is that more often than not, this leads to actually you feeling like you're not being respected at all. People get into your space way too much. Your opinion matters less and less. What you care about matters less and less. And that person just doesn't respect you the way you deserve it. And what happens at some point, you just snap. And when that happens, all that anger that has been building up for you, that is all under the surface, probably coming through just like slowly, passively, aggressively, everything that you thought you can hold in because you're strong enough, it just gets released at once. And that person sees that. And maybe for the first time, they actually see your strength because they see, oh, there's like this monster that comes out. There's this really strong person with this incredible will and I wasn't aware of that and they actually wanted to help me but they held that back and now I see how much they have been holding back. So this is actually the typical INFJ door slam scenario. And believe me, I've been there. I've done that more than once. And every single time, I didn't like myself afterwards. I really didn't. Because every single time I did that, I felt like, okay, that person now sees that I'm a bad person, that I'm actually ugly, as in like I have an ugly soul, I'm dark, I'm not kind because like everything that I had been holding back it comes out at once and it's really harsh. I've made all of my friends cry, all of them, right? And I don't think any of them have really made me cry, at least not since I'm an adult. The list goes on and on. But one time it got really ugly. It really got to a point where I felt like, okay, if I let that out, I will actually let that other person know what they don't like about themselves. And it would hurt them so much because up until now, everything they have tried to do is to just hide that part of them. And I've been there allowing them to hide it. I have pretended like I don't see it. I've neglected myself. I've just made myself small and I just wanted to give them a stage to grow, to shine, to just enjoy life. But the truth is I knew exactly what they were most afraid of, what part of themselves they didn't want to acknowledge, what they were really trying to hide, not just from others, but from themselves. And so when I was pushed to the corner so much that I really felt I don't have another choice. 
first off, nobody deserves to be treated like this. I got to a point where I felt like everybody needs to be treated kindly. Everybody but me. Why? Because I'm stronger. I can take it. I have like this immense power that seemingly nobody around me can. I can take that pain. Everybody that has pain around me, I'm just gonna be the martyr. I'm gonna be the one who takes it on and they will feel great. So when I got to this point and it really boiled over, like that person completely disrespected me, completely didn't show any kind of sign of I really know what you've been doing for me. I value you or you matter. None of that. So I got to a point where I really felt like even if I don't deserve to be treated well, like that kind of disrespect, nobody deserves. And that was actually the moment where everything clicked. And believe it or not, this door slam situation that happened then is actually the reason that I'm having the successful channel now, that this is my business, that this is my life, this is my livelihood. And none of this would have happened if I wasn't forced to actually do that horrible door slam because it really got that far. I thought if I let them know what I know, if I confront them with that emotionality, I allow myself to really let all of it out, they could never look at themselves again in the mirror. And so I did it and the truth is they actually really hurt from it. It really changed their entire life. Like that when I say there, it's one person. It really changed his entire life. He completely confronted himself with everything he was scared of being confronted with. In this case was that he felt he's way too sensitive. And so that somebody from the outside would make him feel like he's not strong enough or man enough or whatever it is. And I was just a mirror to that. And very often when we do the door slam, it is that we get something out of us that hurts that person so much that through that we force them to actually leave because we cannot just extract ourselves from the situation. We actually show them the truth of what we know. We show them the truth of what they don't want to see. And because we do that, we actually close that door because now we have crossed the point. And after this point, we don't want to have a relationship with that person because they force us to bring out that negative side of us. And most of the time that person doesn't want to have anything to do with us either. Or when they do, it's just too much because we have just completely lost any kind of respect for that person. We actually change the way we look at that person. Before, maybe it was a person who's kind and sweet and they just need a little help. And the reason why they act out is because they have experienced these bad things in the past. And I, I can see that. And I will give them a break. I will be there for them. I will guide them out of there. But when they've pushed you so far, in order for yourself to be okay with being that mean and that harsh and just closing the door and isolating them completely out of your life, in order to do that, we start having a new image of that person. Suddenly, that person isn't that nice, sweet, kind person that just needs a little help. That person is actually a harsh person, a person with no empathy for anybody else. And this is what happens in that moment. So this is why I don't want you to go that far as I did, because this Thing completely shattered me. This is yes, the reason why now I live the life of my dreams and I was able to rebuild myself, but it doesn't mean that I wish it on anybody else to go through that. So this is why I changed my entire approach to the INFJ door slam, because I'm not telling you don't fight back when people do that. Sometimes in a world where everybody's trying to bite you, you have to bite back. But what I'm telling you and what most of the blogs and most of the videos you watch on this topic do not tell you is that it's your responsibility. You let it get that far. I let it get that far. Because what happened after this? What was the first thing I decided? I decided this will never ever happen again because I really didn't like bringing that part out of me. I didn't want that. This is not 
something I ever wanted to go through again. And I wanted to feel kind to people. I wanted to be a person who goes through life with an open heart and an open mind. But I can't do that if my relationships with people are always based on the fact how they are going to treat me. But I couldn't do that if I kept continuing how I did before and would be open to letting that situation happen again. Because if I allow this situation to happen again, I would have to be the one who actually has to fight back and then hit that person maybe to an extent they didn't expect that really hurts them. And I don't feel good about myself. So what can we do in this moment? Like, what is the solution to this? In a nutshell, it's you and me, all of us taking responsibility about how we feel about ourselves. This of course is just this cliche saying, like, what are you gonna take out of it? Let me explain it a little clearer. If I'm not sure that I'm a good person, I will do everything in my power. I will go and do more than I'm getting back in order for that person to think I'm a good person. That's it. I neglect myself. I actually show up more for them than I show up for myself. I keep myself small so I'm not in the way of that person shining because if I would actually step up for myself, I would shine so brightly that that person would feel bad about themselves. And you know what happened? You would feel bad about yourself because you see that that person is sad and you are the one who caused it. But that's just an illusion because you don't have the power and neither do I to make people feel a certain way. That is something they decide. And this is something we don't talk about in society. Like I know, of course, if I go and I bully somebody, it's not the person who gets bullied who's responsible, but that is me actively doing something to hurt that person. But if you're neglecting yourself, you're actually hurting yourself. You're actually bullying yourself in order for that person to feel good. So what you're actually telling yourself, the only way I feel like I'm a good person is if I bully myself, if I don't put myself first. Why is it okay that you neglect yourself for that person to shine when you don't do the same thing for you? Who's really being there for you to shine? Who's allowing you to shine? The only person who can really do that is you. Because if you're neglecting yourself in order to allow that person to shine, you're not really allowing them to shine. You can't do that anyways. What you can do though, is if you actually take responsibility for how you feel, that you understand that if that person shines or not, is not in your power. That's only in his or her power. So once you allow yourself to shine and you start for the first time in your life to focus on yourself first, to never ever neglect yourself so somebody else can be in the spotlight, you know what happens? that person takes inspiration from you. Either they do or they don't, but that's the only way they can actually really shine. Because before that, they don't shine more than any other time. It's just that you pretend, oh, that's so great, but it's not authentic. It's not because that person to be really able to shine up even more, they have to shine knowing that it's okay for other people to shine and that you're not taking anything away from anybody. And before you say something like, oh, okay, aren't there situations where you should put yourself back in order to showcase somebody else? Of course, but this has to happen out of a conscious choice of, you know, we have a play and I want that person to really have a chance to stand out. It's not about I go through life and I always put myself back so I make my colleagues shine more. How is that gonna help anybody? Because in the end, 
people don't listen to what you're saying. People look and learn from what you're doing and what you're showing everybody around you. It's that it's okay to neglect yourself. It's completely okay to put yourself last when in reality, you should be the number one person in your life. And once you do that, you know what happens? You actually start creating a life on your terms. And when you have that life on your terms, you become aware if somebody gets into your space and disrespects that. I can show up as the biggest version of myself and there are enough people who can interact with me, not feel offended, not feel like I'm in their space, actually feel like I inspire them or they're my friends and we just share and our peers and whatever it is. Like I have all of these relationships now, although I stand up for myself, but all those people before that were in my life because I was small, because I was keeping myself in this position and I was neglecting myself and I was allowing them to be way more into my space and I wasn't protecting my boundaries. They are not here anymore or they're here, but our relationship has changed completely. They have much more respect for me. Their life is their life and I have my life. And when we get together, we get to share equally. There is no such dynamic as parent, child, or I'm helping you while you're not helping me at all. Nothing like this. If you really want to help people, then find a healthy outlet, like be a coach, be a teacher, be a mentor, share your thoughts and blog posts and podcasts and YouTube videos. It does not matter. But then, it happens on a ground where it's safe because there you know what you're gonna allow. This of course is not like this overall solution because we all know that there are YouTubers who allow other people to talk to them in any kind of way. So it's not like, oh, okay, I actually pushed a little bit out and then my boundaries are gonna be protected more. It still has to come down to you. But when I create a reality for myself, based on how I want to feel. So I want to feel strong. I want to feel like I'm being respected. I want to feel like people look at me and say, oh, she has great ideas. But there are certain things that are just mine and not yours or the other way around. There are people who want people to look at them and say, oh, they're so easygoing. They're so full of life. And there are just things I don't really care about. Like, I don't care if people think I'm easygoing. It's just never been a story of mine. But I want people to respect my wishes. And if there's something I like, then I'm going to stick up for that. I want to listen to my music. I want to go to the restaurants I want to go to. And then when you want to go to another restaurant, we find a compromise, but I'm not making that decision for both of us by completely neglecting what I want and going for what they want all the time. It has to be 50 50 and that 50 50 happens outside of me. Inside of me, I put myself first because when I put myself first, I can help people even more. I'm actually being 10 times kinder and believe it or not, my relationships are way more authentic. See, most INFJs feel like, oh, but I'm really there for that person. I want to help them. I'm showing up as this authentic version and everybody just kind of keeps on hitting me. I'm just trying to do my best. I know your intentions are nice. I know they're kind. I've been there. I know that, but that's not what's subconsciously going on because what you're actually saying is I don't think you like me for who I am. I don't think you can like me if I'm sticking up for myself. If I love myself and I put myself first, who is going to love that version of myself? That is what you keep telling yourself. And that gives everybody around you the permission to first off neglect themselves. And second of all, to neglect you, you tell them it's completely fine to treat me like I don't matter because I don't think I matter. I don't put myself first. I don't fight for myself. You know, sometimes I look at this picture of myself when I was a little girl. And then I think about if that little girl was standing next to me, what would I do to protect her? How would I make sure that she's safe, that she's protected, that she feels loved? 
And then I think about, am I doing this to myself? Am I? Because I'm that little girl. And I, my adult self, am not sticking up for her. I'm not fighting for her. So think about you as a little girl or you as a little boy. See that person and ask yourself, are you being that parent that that kid actually deserves? Are you being that parent self to yourself that makes the hard choices of protecting that little precious being that lives inside of you? And if you are that person, you're not gonna allow people to get that far into your boundary that they keep hurting you and with that also hurting you as a little kid, your inner child, they keep hurting that and you're saying, it's okay, it's okay, I can take it. Think if this would be happening to you as a little girl or you as a little boy and you're standing there as an adult and there's a third person who keeps saying, yeah, I'm gonna be neglectful of you, I don't care about you, you should actually really dim your light so I can shine. And they're doing this to this little version of yourself. What is that adult version of you going to do? That adult version of you will say them straight away, let that go. You will not talk to her or him like this ever again. This is what your adult version does for a little child that's standing next to you. But you're not doing it for your inner child. You're not doing it for you. This is what I have learned from this whole INFJ door slam scenario. It happens because we allow it to go that far that at some point we just burst out. But if we decide that from now on, we're really gonna love ourselves, we're really gonna protect ourselves, and we're gonna stand up for that inner child of ours, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna set those boundaries much sooner. And one of the reasons why we don't do this so far is because we're waiting for that person to figure out on their own that we deserve to be treated better, that we've done so much for them, so that is the reason why they should be kind to us. But if you really believe that you deserve to be treated well, you're not gonna let it get this far. You already know that you deserve to be loved. You already know that you deserve to be treated with respect. So when that person gets too close to your boundaries, you just tell them you went too far. Don't do that. And you know what happens then? That person's not gonna like you. That person's probably gonna look at you and say, oh, what's wrong with her? Like, I will not give her or him that feeling of that they matter to me because they don't, you know? They care about themselves and they put me in my place. They actually make me feel embarrassed because now I overstepped their boundaries and they made me aware of it. Whatever it is, it's not your fault. You are protecting your inner child at that moment. And the best thing about it is as long as you feel like you're a good person, as long as you're doing the things that really make you feel like you're growing into a direction you want, you don't think about what that person is feeling. Let's forget about the fact that you probably don't know what they're feeling in the first place, but you stop pretending that you know. You stop pretending that you have this complete understanding of what they're going through. Yes, I know INFJs are really great at it and I know I am good at it as well, but it's not where my thoughts are supposed to be. Because in my life, it doesn't matter if that person likes me or not. It doesn't matter if that person thinks I'm a good person or I'm a bad person or that I'm selfish or all of those things that I was so concerned of when I was younger because I felt like I wasn't good enough. See, this is not your fault, this is not my fault. For reasons in our childhood, when we grew up out of society, we have this feeling that we're not enough and we need external validation to make us feel good. It's much easier to say, well, I don't care about external validation when it comes to things like, are you cool? Or are you good looking? Or are you smart enough? Or I don't know, there are like so many things that we just say they're superficial, we don't care. But even something as important as being a good person, something like it's okay for me to put myself first, that doesn't make me a bad person. It doesn't make me unlovable. It doesn't make me a monster of all the things that I really really honestly thought 
When I know I'm a good person, I will not let it get this far. I will tell people right away when they're doing something that is not in alignment with my reality. And what they can do in this moment is decide, okay, am I gonna play by her rules or not? And this is actually what everybody of us does. That doesn't make you a bad person, it just makes you a human being. A human being who cares about your life because you are the biggest gift in your life. You're not being a monster for taking care of yourself. You're actually being an inspiration. And trust me, you're being way kinder to other people because now, I never have to worry about, oh, is that person going to like me if I stand up for myself? I know I'm gonna stand up for myself no matter what. I of course still learn on this aspect. I don't think that there's ever an end to it. I get better at it. But because I know that there's no condition to if somebody loves me or respects me or likes me, because before I thought the only way they could is if I do things for them. Now that I know I want people to like me for me just being me, because I love myself for me being me. So when I go through the world, everybody who stays with me, they stay there because I'm good enough for them how I am without going out of my way to doing more for them than they're doing for me. We all deserve to be treated with respect. And if you are the one who does so much for other people and you ask yourself why they are not doing the same thing for you, it's time to put some of that attention that you're putting on them onto you. Because you can't make them care more about you. But you can say, if I care too much in this scenario because I give 70% of all the energy into the relationship, the other person only 30, and they are not gonna give more, it's for you to pull those 40% back and put them into you, into focusing on creating something for yourself. And then you can have a relationship that's maybe not that close, but it's still equal then. And then there will be other people that'll give you 30% and 30% and you're giving 30% to them back. And you'll never feel alone. You'll never feel like you're not being authentic or you're not having deep emotional connections with people because you fill up yourself mostly through yourself and you still get to have deep connections with people. But you get them from people and with people who respect what you do and they have proven it to you. It's not like you actually test them and see, oh, when are they gonna realize that I've done so much for them and that I deserve better? You're not waiting for them to figure it out. And most of the time, they can't even figure it out. We feel like everybody should know that I deserve to be treated with respect, that this is hurting me. But how can they know? All they see is this cool exterior of you being able to hold all that energy in. You can take no matter what and you stay cool and you don't do anything about it and they don't know. Either they don't pay attention to you because you don't ask for it or even when they do, you're that good of an actor to pretend like, I'm all good with this. So why are you expecting them to realize that you deserve to be treated better? People treat you the way you treat yourself. It doesn't make them bad people, it just makes them human and not perfect. And if they don't know what you're about, when they're actually crossing a little boundary of yours, they cannot adapt. You'll be surprised how many people would actually show up in the way how you would need it, how you would want it, but they cannot do it for you if you're not showing them when they overstepped the boundary and when they haven't. And when you're not aware when people are overstepping your boundaries, then it's because you're not building yourself up. You numbed yourself out, you carved your 
yourself out. You don't know who you really are. So therefore you don't understand if somebody's crossing your boundaries over here because you're like the small version of yourself over here, just to make sure you're not bothering anybody. Start building yourself up. So if you haven't done it so far, download that poster, for example, work on all those aspects in your life, your vocation, your wealth management, your relationships, start building yourself up because the bigger you become, the more you're aware when somebody crosses your boundary and you just tell them if you want to stay in my life, these are the rules. You don't have to say it like this, but through your actions, it becomes clear to that person and they get to adapt if they want to stay in your life and you do the same for them, but you don't let it get this far that it really leads to an INFJ door slam that is hurtful for you and for them. Don't get me wrong. If it's gotten this far, please do the INFJ door slam. Please let people know that this was way too far out of bounds, that this is something you're not going to accept. Do that act of self-love and protect yourself. Make sure that you're safe, but then it's time to have a plan moving forward of a life where it's always going to be better, where you don't wait for other people to give you that kind of recognition. And when they don't, it leads to an INFJ door slam. You can give yourself that recognition right now. If you're ready to take the next step and you want my help in it, then sign up for the bootcamp or do the masterclass or work with me privately, all that information you find below. And if you want to watch another video now that is in alignment with today's topic, then watch my video on the killer combo FE and SE. Cause in the end, it's all about expressing yourself and using a good amount of force as in SE. Like always guys, I wish you a wonderful day, a great week, and I talk to you next time. Bye.